Oh, man. You go to church today? If you did, did you get that awkward handshake? You were spinning around, saying hi, good morning. Not sure if they're going to shake your hand. Kind of an uneasy moment makes everybody uncomfortable. That's, that's what we're going to talk about today. So let me ask you a question. Here's, the, here's a simple question for you. And I'm not going to try to run you over. I've been running people over for too long. It's time for me to be a nice guy. So let me start from a, that, that, that position. Let me ask you a question. Did you go to church today and do a handshake? Did you do that handshake? Have you ever done that handshake? Even if you didn't go to church today, have you ever have you ever just done that awkward handshake? And then, of course, if you're really uncomfortable, if you're the new person and you're not exactly sure about the rules or how things are supposed to be done, you're over there kind of looking awkward smiles and, yeah, that handshake at church, right? Yep. You know what they're trying to do, though, don't you? They're trying to build community. That's what that's that's supposed to do, right? But I don't think it's going to start with a handshake. I think it, it, it starts with when we start talking about each other or talking to each other about ourselves. That's where the handshake becomes more comfortable. When you know his name is Jim and he's got three grandkids, he loves to fish, um, he has high blood pressure, and sometimes he needs help moving shit. I mean, think about that. Think about how per- more purposeful our lives would become if instead of just shaking their hand awkwardly, you actually said, hey, listen, why don't we hang out a minute? I'd like to get to know more about you. What do you guys do? Where are you from? How many kids do you have? Now, this is my wife, and these are my kids, right? That I, 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 when I look at it, I mean, of course, we're doing this on God's Day. God's Day. Oh, my goodness. Right? I had, you went to church. Talked to God. Hmm, how's it feel? How do you feel now? You woke up this morning. You got ready. Spent some time in a really good space. I, I, bad religion is still great religion. I, I got to tell you. I mean, there's are there are exceptions. Let me let me take that back. But if you're if you're not out harming people and you're trying to connect with the good stuff in life and trying to add positive energy to the world, even if it's only one day a week, one for about an hour, or get all dressed up, get feeling good about it, you know, wave to God, hey, yeah, I'm here, I made it again, all right, I'm sorry about what I did this week. That is cool, that's a great place to start. Getting back to that handshake, what's, what's that handshake about? What is it really about? It's about being f- so comfortable with someone that you, that you stand next to, that you worship under the same eye, the eyes of the same God, right? We're standing in this church, we are looking for that, 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 that audience with, with a higher power, and you're right there with me. So maybe we shouldn't be so awkward about that handshake. Maybe we should actually not just do the handshake, but actually spend some time just getting to know each other. Maybe, maybe our religion doesn't have so much to do with the book as to how it's affecting us, right? You know, I could stand up in front of a crowd and say, hey, listen, you know what, guys, listen, I got to tell you something. I'm a little uneasy. This is what I am, but I am, I'm a kind person. I promise to be kind to everyone in here. I want to know your name. I want to know your name. And why is that important? Why is that important? A couple reasons. Well, number one, when people know your name, they respect you. And there's there's an extension there that you're not just an image. You're actually a person. That's Jim. Hey, no, that, no, that, no, no, that's not him. That's Jim. That's Jim. That's my neighbor Jim over there. And his wife is, is Mary, right? And then you feel a sense of community towards those people, and you help each other out. And, and it, church is a great place to start that. I mean, whether you're even an atheist, you go to church, you don't have to believe in God to believe in be, being kind and, and accepting and saying, hey, listen, you know what? I, yeah, I'm not, well, we ain't going to debate about nothing. I don't, there ain't nothing we need to argue about. I'm a nice person. You're a nice person. All right, let's do this. Hmm, handshake. Handshake in church. Hey, listen, I know you. Yeah, I know your dad too, right? 
So wouldn't it be interesting, just hypothetically, I mean, I, I kind of think outside the box, wouldn't it be hypothetically interesting if, if that was how all of our conflicts were handled? All right, well, you don't like this and I do. All right, we got to talk about this because this, we, there's no reason that anyone has to die because of it. Unless, of course, right, that's the, that's solely the intent, right? I have no idea what the hell to do about any of it. I mean, I would not be the right person to talk to when I talk about what's going on in the world. Because when it comes to war and then how it works, because I, I don't have time for hate. I don't have time for any of that. And why do you suppose that is? Well, it's, what does it do for us? I, I focus on me. I mean, if you hear what I'm saying, I'm saying, hey, listen, you probably need to get some friends. It's Sunday. Go see if you can shake some hands. Tell some people, hey, listen, I've been thinking about you. Maybe pick up that phone instead of looking on Facebook. Just message them and say, hey, listen, here's my phone number. Give me a call. I haven't talked to you in a while. Can you imagine how much different your day would be if you got to talk to five of your college friends? Guys you used to go fishing with when you first got married, and they got married, and then you got busy, and they got busy, and then you got old and fat, and they got old and fat, and, and but it's okay. I spent a lot of time, I've got to apologize to you, it's Sunday, and I'm going to apologize to you, because I spent a lot of time talking about the big stuff, right? Me and Sandy traveling around the country in an RV, doing all this great stuff. So i got a big truck, and got my fancy RV, and yeah, I'm going to sound like I'm bragging. And, and for a while, I probably was. But on today, you realize there's a long list of things you could do right now today that ain't going to cost you anything, but will definitely add some value to your life, right? Add some juju, some good stuff to your life, irregardless of what the news has to say. Do you happen, do you happen to know what they are? Do you happen to have an idea of what the hell I'm even talking about? So think of anything possible within your realm. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Anything you would do that you could include your partner in that would be fun to do. Or that maybe they would think is amazing, you're okay with it because you're feeling like doing something kind and helpful to the person or for the person you love. You just want to suggest something. Let's change it up, baby. Instead of sitting here on Sunday, let's put our coats on and, and go for a walk. Maybe we can talk about dreams again. Maybe that little bit of time away, we can start dreaming about what could be. It didn't even cost you the price of a soda. It doesn't even cost you the price of a soda. That's a handshake in church. That's a big-ass handshake. If you're going to shake anybody's hand, you need to shake the person's hand that you share your life with. Every morning you wake up, it's so nice to see you. Thank you for being here. Um, how can I help you? We're going to work this thing out to a handshake in church, right? It's about grabbing a hold of someone and realizing that they have the value. That they, they, I mean, you see them for the value that they bring, right? I, yeah, I appreciate you. Thanks, man. Thanks. Handshake in church. You do, did you... Most people don't know this. I want you to listen in on this because it's really important. Most people don't know this, but you going, going to work angry doesn't do anything to anybody but you. I mean, I'm an, I'm an expert there. I know all about that, right? I went to work angry for years. I had years of experience. I'm an expert angry dude. Expert at. Oh, they're all angry and seething. Don't say nothing when you do. It's harsh. No one talks to you. So pretty soon you're just trapped in your own little angry world and... And then one day I realized it was probably about the time my dad died. I said, hmm, that doesn't seem to be working too good for me. 
Imagine for a second if, despite all the things that are bad, you kind of set aside, set, the, set that aside, except for those things you're actually legitimately either ready to or have the authority to change, right? I guarantee it doesn't matter how much time you spend yelling at the TV about the Republicans or the Democrats, that should, you're, that's probably not doing anything to improve your life. And if it is, please tell me. Tell me what the benefit is. Are they sending you money for being a staunch living room supporter? What are you doing, right? I mean, imagine what would happen if you just took that thing and you put it into your relationship with your partner or your kids. Hey, Jim, come here. What are you playing? Instead of going in there telling me, you're playing that goddamn video game again? No, you sit down with him and say, hey, show me how to play this. Maybe we can play. What's it, what's it, what's it going to hurt? Ain't going ain't to hurt your relationship. I know, I play video games. I play video games with my grandsons, or at least I used to. They're kind of they're growing up now, but it's a handshake in church. That represents more than just two people clasping. That represents your identification, your recognition of someone beyond you. And, of course, that's where the, that's where the trouble comes in. You know how many people, you don't want to know an, indicative, an indication that how important or where a person's priorities lie? Go in a room with someone and be in the, engaged face-to-face with them and have them pick up their phone and spend their time looking at their phone. I mean, it's not saying too much for us, but, I mean, unless, of course, you're watching breaking news or something that directly affects you, how often do you find yourself in a room with people who will not look at you, will not engage you, will not talk to you? And, of course, here's the ironic twist to our failure to extend that handshake, to actually acknowledge the value of the person you're with. Here's that, here's that failure. That, that's a moment you're, you're never going to see. That's, it's gone. It's, it's lost in whatever you've spent your time doing. You spend 10 minutes looking at a screen, you're, you spent 10 minutes of your life looking at a screen, regardless of how long your life is. That's, that's 10 minutes gone. And the cool part about it is it's easy. It's easy. You want to you have a better life? You want to get excited about something? Tell your partner, hey, listen, why don't we start walking and maybe we can look at hiking or something. I just want to get back in shape. And you know what I really want to do? I really want to get to know you again. I want to be friends with you. I don't want to fight with you anymore. I want to be a team member. You need dishes done, I'll do them. You need the laundry folded, I'll fold it. And you know what the cool part about that is? When you get those wins, when you start looking at your partner from that standpoint and life from that position, all of a sudden, there you are. You're just waking up, and you see dishes in the sink. You do them. You see her over there. She's got her arms stretched out on the wall, kind of arcing her back, and you, you walk over, and you tell her, come here, let me rub your back. I'll put some, a lidocaine patch on it. I, is that, how's that feeling? You give 20 minutes of just time to make her feel amazing, to be, be in contact, to put, make her first. You talk about a handshake in church. You talk about that reaching out to someone and making a connection with them. That, I mean, it, there isn't a better place for you to begin applying it than with your, with your partner. You know how cool your life. Here's a little, here's a little exercise for you. I don't know if, if it, it, maybe it won't work, but I mean, you, you wanna, you wanna have a better life. When you wake up in the morning. Before you leave the house, sometime you tell your partner, hey, listen, I love you, I'm proud of you, and I promise to be kind to you. I know it's corny, right? It's like, oh, that weirdo, who does that shit? Okay, but just try it. Every morning and then every night before you go to bed, say the same thing. 
And you know what's going to happen to your relationship? You know what will eventually happen to your relationship? That thing that you believe, that thing that you see, that thing that you keep affirming will actually start coming out in your actions. Because when we see where we want to be, when we can actually see where we would like our life to be, where we are is, is no longer satisfying. It's, it's no longer going to work for us anymore. And the trick is to be able to see where we want to be and to continue to look for places we want to be, things we want to experience, how we want to improve our life. Because the truth is this. You're going to work. You're, you're doing shit right now. I'm over here doing a podcast, and you're over there doing whatever you're doing right now. Sunday. What are you doing? And tomorrow's going to show up and you're going to do shit. The only thing you have to do is decide if the shit you're doing is as good as the stuff you could be doing. And how do you determine that? Well, let's see here. Am I having more fun than not? Am I excited about what I'm doing? Am I accomplishing something for the long haul? Making my life better somehow? Or am I just pissing my time away? I've accepted where I am and uh, I'm just waiting to retire. If there was, I mean, for those of you who believe in God or a higher power, if there was ever a tribute to maybe how to live your life or a tribute to your appreciation of the gift of waking up today, um, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be a bad idea to actually just live the shit out of it. I mean, why not? You woke up, right? Why not? You might as well just say, oh, all right, I can do better than this. I've been getting home at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and by 5, I'm drunk. Or by 5, I'm sitting in the chair, and I'm not moving for the night. I mean, crap, you're working your ass off. Why wouldn't you pick, add something to it to say, all right, well, at least I get to do this. I mean, you do realize how simple it would be to get some fishing poles and a picnic, a picnic basket and take the kids and the wife to the lake for four nights a week, five nights a week. What the hell? How much are hot dogs, for God's sake? And it's still better than what you've been doing. And you want to know the cool part about it is, all of a sudden, you become the best guy in the world. Your wife will look at you, she's like, man, I really like you. And then when you get your partner on your side, when you get that person you share your life with on your side, and they see the value in helping you and working together and making you happy, and you see the value in them and the same in them, then all of a sudden, guess what? It gets so friggin' easy. I mean, the toughest part about my life right now is me sitting down with Sandy and us trying to figure out what next. I mean, because there's a lot of what next. I mean, we talk about going to Europe next summer. We're going to go do the Alaskan cruise. I mean, and, and you're like, it's just a big old world when you actually figure out how to work together and get it done. So what is the, what is the premise of the whole thing because I think I'm I'm confusing the hell out of the story the premise of the whole thing is is this when you know where you should be it's it's within you you know what you should be doing because you think about it a lot of the time when you're doing all that stuff you don't like to do hypothetically, because, of course, we don't want to put anybody in a box. We don't want to tell anybody what to do. But hypothetically, if you were to imagine something about your life getting better and that something happened to come from within yourself, because that's where it's going to have to come from. No one's going to give you an idea and you become great because they think you can be great at it. 
you're going to be great because it's within you. It comes from within you. And so the first step is to make sure that the next thing you choose is actually something that the last time at least you remember you had a friggin' blast. And then what's the next step? Simple. Start thinking about it. Start talking about it. You know why you're not having fun? Because you're not talking about having fun. You're not thinking about how to have fun. You're not doing things that are fun. And the reason you're not taking action and doing things that are not fun isn't because it's not possible. It's because you're not doing anything to get there. You can't get where you're not going. I guarantee you, you'll never get where you're not going. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. Think about it. How do you get anything done? Usually it starts with some sort of plan. Maybe it's a rudimentary, just two-step plan. I'm going to be here and then I'll do this. But I guarantee life isn't like that. You don't just get to do a rudimentary plan one stop. There's a series of things, and the more value that comes from those things, the more steps there usually are. That's just the way life works. Life isn't easy. It's easy to be nothing or to do nothing. And even that's work. When you take a look at life, it's a handshake in church. We take a look at the burdens and the things that are required for us to meet our minimum requirements. And what are they? The three fundamental things of life. Do you know what they are? There's three of them. There's, there's time. If you don't have time, there's nothing else. Can, nothing can be done. There's money. If you don't have money or at least a reasonable amount of money, you have a hard time sustaining yourself at a level that's, that's comfortable. I mean, that's just, let's just face that. I mean, you can, people do it, but it's not, I mean, it has its own set of challenges. And then the biggest one and the most important one is energy. Energy, that's the thing that gets you off the couch after you get home from work. You stop on the couch, grab you a beer, get a sandwich, and then you're, bam, out the door. Bam, doing this. Bam, doing that. Why? Because it feels better than sitting still doing nothing, and you get to take full advantage of it, and it puts fuel in your tank. I mean, Back to that conversation we previously had. We are talking about handshaking church. Why don't you make friends with the things you love again? Make friends with them. Start talking about the ice fishing. Invite her. Get her, get her every bit of the gear you got so there's no debate about who got what, right? Invite her ass out there. Have hot chocolate with, with schnapps in it. Whatever you got to do. But create that dynamic where you're interested in each other, where you're, where you're friends again. And all of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute here. Oh, we can do this too? And all you need is, is one win. And that's the ironic part about it, right? When you think about it, that's the ironic part about it. You only need to get one win. Once you win once, once you pick something with them and you say, hey, hey, girl, I was thinking. She's like, oh, no, that's crazy. All right, well, let's just think about it. Do some research. Maybe. And then six months later, there you are. You're in the Alps or you're in New Zealand or you're in wherever or whatever your thing is, right? Why not? Why not? And then, of course, therein lies the dilemma, right? Why, why aren't we able to move forward on the things that we would like to do or these crazy-ass ideas I keep coming up with? Well, because we don't have any, there's no rep point of reference that makes them more valuable than what we're already doing. You don't have any point of reference. If you've been married to her for a while or she's been married or you've been married to him for a while, you, you understand that you know he's going to bed with booze on his breath and he's putting on some weight and neither one of you have the energy anyway, so you just keep rolling with it. So how are you supposed to change that? How do you take that and you put it in a put it in a take it in a new direction and actually get get things going? Well that has to do with spending time with each other. 
for that purpose. I mean, specifically to say, listen, I want to spend time with you every night. I want to find out who you are again, get to know you, maybe get to like you, and then have conversations about what we could do together, the cool shit that's possible for us, our future. And you're going to be surprised at how much, how quickly it all just kind of falls into place. Because the reason you're not doing any of it, the reason you're not living the Caribbean or you're not living debt-free isn't because it's possible. It's because, like your relationship, you're not spending any time specifically thinking about how to improve it, how to become better at this thing called life. Because you do realize this. Everyone around you is under the same burden as you are. They, they face the same thing. The cost of food is the same thing. And they work and they have debt and they do all the things they do. And if you look at someone and they seem to have it easier than you, it's, it could come down to this. It's really simple. Maybe you're not that good at life. And if that happens to be the case, if you're struggling in some area, I'd, I'd guess that's a good place to start. What do you do about it? What would you do about it if you, if you didn't know how to ride a bike? How do you fix that problem? Well, you just go out and you start learning how to ride a bike. And then eventually you fix it, figure it out and, and then you're riding a bike. Being a great partner, being great with finances, living debt-free, being a great engaged parent, being a mentor or a quality employee, that, that's the same process. What, what are the steps to becoming that? And then, of course, once you define it, you say, hmm, yeah, that's pretty cool. But here's the key to making sure it happens. You know what the key is to making sure that you can say, all right, this is what I'm going to do, and now you do it. And there's a time when you're like, damn, that wasn't bad. It has to do with what you choose. Think about all the things you're going to do today, tomorrow, this next week, this next month. Think about every one of them, and then let me ask you this. How many of those things are truly connected to the shit you love to do? I mean, you you bought that house because you just couldn't believe it, and then it's got that big-ass yard that you love. You love mowing lawns and pulling weeds and cleaning flower beds, and that's just your better homes and gardens poster child. And there's nothing wrong with that. Where we, get at it, where we get in a pinch, where we get into trouble is when we, we have that idea in our head that that's how it's going to go and it's going to just be this freaking amazing adventure and then it isn't. I mean, that's all I'm really talking about. I'm not telling you, oh, yeah, you suck because you bought a house. I'm saying if you bought a house for the wrong reasons, I bet it sucks. I mean, let's face it. If you like mountain biking more than anything else in the world and you happen to be smart enough to hook up with someone who also loves mountain biking as much as more than anything else you know the plan would be a perfect plan is for you to get a small house near to a bunch of mountain biking trails and just haul ass and mountain bike all the time right i mean tell me i'm wrong doesn't that make sense is that what you did? Is that what you did? You got that garage full of shit. You got you got stuff stacked in the shed, and his closets are full, and you're like, oh, my God. And you keep running out, and more stuff's showing up. And then uh, you ever get the feeling that you're never going to have enough? You ever Have you ever hit that moment? Here's one for you. Here's a question for you. Have you ever hit that moment where you're cruising along, and all of a sudden you realize you don't want anything? You don't, you're looking, you got, you got this and this, and you have the resources, which is really weird. When you get to the point where you, you have money in the bank, and my biggest concern right now is we're not going to spend the money we have in the bank before we die. And I just think it's just a nifty little goal that we need to set for ourselves, but in order for us to do that, we kind of got to break it down. Right now we're being kind of chintzy, right? We make enough money, and of course, since we lived in the RV, we're, we're not buying a bunch of shit we don't need. In fact, when I go to the store and I look at stuff, I think to myself, do I need it? Is that, how is this going to add value to my life? 
And of course, what happens? Well, everything I have in my life, I use, and everything else I don't. I don't have it in my life, which is really a great way to live, if you think about it. And of course, that brings it back to uh, the handshake in church. In order for you to be good at anything, whether you're, it's a friend or whether it's an endeavor, the first thing you have to do is you have to make friends with it. You have to be okay with the burden. You have to trust it and trust yourself enough just to start digging in and allow the course to take its, uh, allow things to take its course, right? And that's, that's all it amounts to. This is not about knowing everything you need to know before you start. It's about learning as you go along because there's no point in you spending time learning shit that doesn't matter. You might get halfway through this thing or all the way through anything you're trying and you're, you've been over there learning to do shit and you never used it. Didn't matter one bit. Get started. And how do you get started? You rock and roll it. You get all in, all in your head about who you are and, and what you'd like to see in your life. And then you start talking it up all big britches to yourself and everybody else. And before you know it, guess what happens? All of a sudden, next thing you know, you're like, well, I could do that. I got an extra hundred bucks. I could do this. And then there you are. You're in it. And now you got a taste of it. And you're like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. I, hey, I'll do this. And this will help me get there even more. And I'll get to do more of it. If I've given you the impression that I'm trying to tell you what to do, I'm not. I'm just trying to show you what you can do. I certainly, I promise you, you certainly don't have to be standing where you're standing right now. You don't have to wake up every Monday from now till the day you die looking at what you're going to do tomorrow. You could actually wake up on a Monday and you could be like, wow, I can't friggin' believe it. We're debt free. We have a nice place to live and we get to go surfing all the time. I mean, Jesus, how much better than that does it get? But where I get confused, and it does confuse me, I had a conversation with my wife this weekend. We were talking about it, and I says, I don't understand it. From where I sit, everything that's possible is simply a matter of putting Legos together. You just stack it up and create it, right? And this goes here, and if you don't know where the pieces are or how to find them, you do some research, and then you find the pieces. And then you go again, and you just keep focusing on it. And the, the ticket is that when you're focused on shit that you're excited about, it's, it's really easy to be good at it. And even when you suck at it, it's really easy to think you're good at it. And that, that's important. Why? Well, it's important because if you think you're good at it, then you can enjoy it. If you can see the potential in it, then you can enjoy it. And when you enjoy what you do, it's no, it's no longer work anymore. When you truly enjoy what you do and you're connected to what you do, you lose track of time. I mean, it's happening to me all the time, more and more with this thing. I'm like, wow, I've already, I already talked for 26 minutes, 28 minutes. If we were ever to do anything to get better, if the world were ever to change and there was a way for us to actually be prepared for whatever comes, I think it's going to come down to a handshake. And it starts with a handshake in church, but it's not just about people. It's not about just about people. It's about the challenges that we face. You go to work every day. You might as well be the world's best employee at it. Learn everything you can. Document everything you can. Implement as many good policies as you can. Why? Well, because that's easier than walking into work hating it. And, of course, those are tools you can take with you. Document them and take them to your next employer. Say, hey, well, I was over here. This is what I did. And your former employee ain't going to argue with you. You got the documentation on it. You want to be, you're already in a marriage, right? You're already married. Maybe, maybe instead of just being indifferent, maybe you should just go ahead and get back engaged like you were when you first got together. Just, just I mean, it doesn't matter what the reason. Just you know, make some shit up about how great they are. But just start being nice. 
Try a little kindness at work. Yield. You know what? Yield. Go ahead and yield. Except for at a four-way stop. If you're turning and I'm going straight, I go first. Right? We seem to have some confusion there. I figured I'd say that. But you kind of see my point, right? That handshake in church extends throughout our entire life. And the best way for us to accomplish anything in our lives, including our relationships, is to extend a hand, reach out there, and make friends with that that thing or that person or that whatever that challenge is. Make friends with it and accept that there's going to be challenges. And then start thinking about how great it's going to be and get excited about it. And the more you do it, the easier it'll get. And when you get that first win, you know, you become unstoppable. I promise that. Once you figure it out and you see how easy it is. And, but it all starts with thinking about it. Sundays, I think, Sundays are given to us as a way or, the, or a day of rest. I'm not going to get into the Sunday thing. But a day of rest is given to us because... I think God knew that we were going to be so confused and so distracted by so many things in the world that he said, you know what, I really want you to spend a day thinking about all the dumb shit you're doing. Which is especially true in the Middle East and Russia and Ukraine and and any evil entities that live out there. My wife swears, she goes, you know, evil walks the earth. And of course, Revelation 12 says that. You know, It says he, he, he casts Satan out of heaven to the earth. And of course, he... We're, he Friggin' apparently he's running rampant. They're killing babies and shit. Make friends with the life that you live. Make friends with the world that you are in and, and actually start setting your own goals. Define where you want to be, not where you are. Forget about it. You've already done that. I think that's the biggest uh, benefit we can have and the biggest thing we can do to actually express our true appreciation for this thing called life. I hope you agree with me. I hope you like what I'm doing. Um, I'm going to continue to show up here. I hope you'll do the same uh, laying back on the live show. If you like it, share it. My name is Chris Haquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined. Have a wonderful day.